0: Guys, We're back for another exciting episode of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play, and I'm really excited for today's guest for a couple of reasons. One, I've heard nothing but good things about the quality of work that this guy does, and then I see the work, and it blows me away. This guy is a golf course photographer. I've met several, and I just am so impressed by what they're able to do with a camera that my iPhone doesn't do. I don't know, the new iPhones are coming out soon, so I might be able to, you know, know, step up my game, but tonight we're going to talk about golf course photography. we got a lot of stuff to talk about, but before we do, if you're watching at home, make sure you click the subscribe button down below, but do one more thing for me. Click the notifications, because if you just subscribe, you're not going to know when these videos are launched, so if you turn on notifications, you'll get an email every time one of these is released every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., so Make sure you click subscribe, turn on the notifications. If you don't want to see us, that's fine. We understand. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. This is in a podcast format as well. So, regardless of where you're looking for it, it's easy to find this show. This show is also presented by Eat Sleep Golf and a part of the Golf Radio Network. You know this shirt if you've seen this show in the past. Very excited about some of the stuff that we're doing over there and that Gabriel Aloisi is doing. So we got a lot of really fun stuff happening with the Golf Radio Network, but enough about that let's jump into tonight's guest i'm not even going to begin to explain what he does besides the fact that he takes pictures so evan welcome to the hashtag wednesday match play tell us more about who you are what you do and and let's just let's start talking photography
1: yeah uh thank you ricky great really great to be on the the show um wow okay so obviously i photograph golf courses and for private courses resort uh daily fees actually all around the world, mostly in the United States, you know, Canada, the Caribbean, Europe, uh, made some trips to Asia. Um, yeah, so that's what I do to people. I photograph the courses. They use it generally for their marketing collateral website, all that kind of material. Um, so it's, uh, it's been a great, (laughs) a great career. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, I, uh, I've been in golf my whole life. I actually played tournament golf. Uh, from, I started as a junior. I played junior golf. Then I turned pro. I played professional tournaments, uh, tournament golf in college, pro. Uh, I worked at a few clubs and then decided that wasn't the route I wanted to take. And uh, so I got into golf course photography, which I was, had been doing for fun. And then I just turned it
0: into a business. That's really cool. So when I ask some of these questions a little bit later, most of it's photography related, especially on the back nine. I even asked some questions that aren't typical for the back nine, but I have a couple of golf questions in there. So it's good to know that you play golf because you could be, you know, just a guy that takes pictures and doesn't even play yeah. golf. So I'm glad that that's not the case. Yeah, no,
1: I've been around golf my whole life.
0: Now, what does a typical project look like for you from the time that it's booked to the time that it's completed? So let's say that I said to, right now, hey, let's have you come down in, in February and shoot Tiburon Golf Club in Naples. What's, that, what's the start to finish look like for a project? And are you working on multiple projects at a time? Kind of what's that workflow look like for you?
1: Yeah. Um, well, typically, the golf course will contact me, you know, the private course a resort. And it's generally the director of marketing. Uh, sometimes it's the head professional, sometimes it's the membership person, uh, sometimes it's the GM of the golf course. And, you know, we have a conversation about what they want. You know, they usually want photography, but then I get more specific about exactly what they want, you know, whether they want all 18 holes, whether they want a nice selection they can use for, you know, their marketing materials. And then, you know, it kind of goes into the scheduling phase. Well, you know, we usually schedule... Uh, a, a week or days, you know, generally when I, you know, I just got back from a two week trip. I was out in Missouri at uh, big Cedar lodge. Um, just they have a new, um, and Crenshaw course, Ozarks national. I was just there. It actually hasn't opened yet. Um, and I usually, you know, I'll come in for two or three, maybe four days. I usually leave a cushion of a day just in case there's weather, uh, But a lot of the after the shoot is scheduled, uh, you know, send a contract, have the contract signed, uh, you know, require a deposit, then I get in touch with the superintendent. Because once the whole thing is scheduled, and once I'm on the property, they're the most important thing. They're the most important person of coordinating, you know, in the morning, prepping the course, um, just so, you know, we're not stepping on each other's toes and, for instance, you know, I don't go out in the morning and there's a hole I wanna shoot and his guys are all over there and they pull the hole and they've driven all over it and there's tracks <laughs> in the dew, which doesn't make good shots. So, coordinating with the superintendent after the thing is scheduled is, is big. Um, after the shoot is done, I come back here like I've been doing today and yesterday, editing, you know, you know post-production, editing photos, you know, color correcting, mm-hmm. retouching stuff. And then I send it back to the client so that's now I, kind
0: of, I, I very will briefly
1: you're beginning <laughs> I'll
0: sometimes put an HDR filter on my pictures and people say that that's not that's not fair that's a filter it's HDR that's not a filter like can you can you back me up here like am I winning this argument? <laughs> sure I don't but okay I get it. <laughs> I'm going to let her know. That's basically, she's the one that thinks that I'm cheating when I'm putting an HDR filter on it. and I still say hashtag no filter, so it's it's okay. a, I call it a photo treatment. I'm taking photos on an iPhone. I'm not a yeah, pro like you. Different. That's different. I get now, it. What, what's your travel schedule look like? I mean, you're traveling all over the place. It sounds like you're all over the world. Like, I mean, you fly in first class, or, you, you know, no. what, what's your travel schedule look like? <laughs> no.
1: Uh, well, yeah, like I said, I just got back. I was away two weeks. I was in Missouri at Ozark, at the Big Cedar at Ozarks National. Then I was up at Sand Valley. Um, in Wisconsin for, actually, it turned out a week because I got delayed, had to spend three extra days because of the weather. Uh, you know, Before that, I was out in the, actually, had the Midwest. I was in Chicago and Michigan for two and a half weeks. Um, I'm home for a couple weeks. I got a couple local stuff. Then, in the beginning of October, uh, I'm going out to Arkansas uh, to the Elotion Club and then drive in Alabama to do a shoot there and then back home and then
0: out the door again. <laughs> so you're busy is what you're saying? Yeah,
1: pretty much. It's uh, pretty full, pretty booked until, you know, end of November at this point. That's awesome. Well, yeah. and our
0: season is just starting right around then.
1: So yeah, who knows, so had, how how there's, yeah there's stuff in the hopper in the South, out West and down South. So, it generally stays busy pretty year round, maybe with the exception of, you know, January, February, maybe
0: that's the best time to come see Tipperon. I mean, maybe we'll give you something to do. There you go. I'll, I'll put in a good word. We'll see okay. what we can do. Good. So what's the most memorable project you've ever worked on? Wow. That's a tough one. Um,
1: let's see. Uh, well, I remember one, I got called from, uh, I got a call from Augusta uh, to shoot the course. Oh, this is probably I want to say eight years ago. Shoot the course right before the Masters, and then shoot the tournament. So that was kind of that was fun. <laughs> Getting a call from Augusta was kind of nice. Well, um, there's been so many. I mean, I can tell you, play. I love to go to Ireland and Scotland to shoot there. Uh, those are always I always I always love going to those places. I mean any course there. I just love shooting. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of something that I've done recently. Um, and I was out in Bandon Dunes in, uh, in May. And that's just, you yeah, know, that's a pretty spectacular place.
0: You said Augusta is where this conversation started. That could have been the end of the conversation right there. Augusta, next question. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Now, you recently started incorporating drones, which are yep. awesome. My friend Michael, who I actually, speaking of Ireland and Scotland, last year I met him and we played together in Scotland. This year I met him and we played together in Ireland. So it's funny enough that he's now obsessed with drones. And yep. he's he's so much to the point that he gets told no when we go to places. We were actually at a castle in Northern Ireland, and somebody comes out and they're like, is that your drone? And he's already got 20 shots. Like He doesn't need it to be up there anymore. She's like, land that now. And I'm like just laughing to myself knowing that he got the shots that he did before they realized who it was. But so tell us a little bit about what you're doing with drones and kind of what, what the the shift in drone photography has looked like for you in just the last even year, year and a half.
1: Well, uh, it's been, um, they keep getting better. And, you know, when they first came out, you know, there's been people flying drones for a while now that they built their own and they'd mount a camera on it, you know, Sony or, Panasonic camera on a drone. But then, you know, DJI and some of the other companies came out with these all in one drones. Uh, And the cameras and the video has been improving ever since. And it's been literally a game changer because you can shoot both stills and videos from the same machine. And, you know, I'm probably on my fifth or sixth one now because they keep coming out with better ones and upgrading the cameras. So it's just been, uh, like I said, it's been a real game changer because of that. You know, where in the past, you'd have to use a helicopter, which is kind of hard to fly low. I mean, it's – and then or you'd have to use a lift. And the lift's, although great, hard to get around, you know, because you have to hook it up to a truck, drag it around. It's not – you can't always position it where you want to. Uh, So having a drone has just been – yeah, it's opened up a whole new world and actually allows you to see a golf course completely different. Like you see stuff and you, oh I could shoot that. Whereas before you'd kinda imagine, yeah, that would be nice, but
0: So speaking of drones, drone selfies, I I don't know about these and you're gonna have to tell me. So Scott from Eat Sleep Golf sent in a few questions and he said, I love the drone selfie videos, and then I stopped reading and I immediately wanted to know more. So Tell me a little about, about those, but then are you also seeing the use of video being more and more important? I think we're seeing that with social media, especially Facebook and Twitter kind of delivering that, contuit, that content to us more frequently. But yeah. tell me about the selfies, and what are your thoughts on on video, and if you're looking to do more of that in the future?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Jerome's selfie is just kind of a fun thing. You know, I, uh, I sometimes I surf on YouTube just looking at different videos and seeing uh, what people are doing with drones and just some of the techniques they use and filming different angles, different movements uh, just to get ideas and then I saw a couple of guys doing these drone selfies you know they're standing this is one I happened to see a guy was standing on a cliff and he has a drone right in front of him and you'd never know he was on a cliff or where he was you know because he was so close up And then he starts to fly the drone away from him and it opens up the scene and you see that he's standing on this rock in the middle, like just on this perch on the rock. And this is a spectacular place. So I just thought it was cool.
0: That is cool.
1: So I just, you know, I, they're kind of fun. I just, I've done a few here and there uh, at some spots that I thought warranted it. Um, And yes, a lot of, a lot of golf courses, a lot of jobs now are are asking to do uh, video as well as stills. Uh, like this next shoot I have coming up, it's going to be, you know, I've got to shoot the whole golf course, stills and video. They want both, so you do flyers, flyovers of all the holes, or you know, maybe some creative—not just straight tee to green all the time, but maybe some creative movements or stuff to make it interesting. Very That's cool. Actually, it's fun.
0: It's a lot of fun flying it. Now, social media—we talked about that briefly. That's even more now than ever is an important part of the marketing campaign strategy for for anybody, let alone for somebody in your shoes. What are you, what sort of social media work are you doing, and what's your favorite network to kind of play on?
1: Uh, I've tended to gravitate towards Instagram and Twitter. Those seem to be um, the best. Bang for my buck, and for what I do, I use. I mean, I use Facebook and LinkedIn as well, but those are the four major ones. But I think most of my posts are on Instagram and Facebook. Um, And yeah, it's almost um, given what I do, you have to do it, especially Instagram. Instagram is great; it's basically like having an online gallery. And there's, you know, I've there's, I've had a lot of business come because of it.
0: That's cool. I do what's called Latergram. So I take so many pictures and I'm a big advocate of, of literally throwing up hashtags all over a post. And I would rather, I don't know, I'm obsessed with Twitter, right? Google Plus with the Google Plus Golf community and right. LinkedIn I'm into. Like, So literally today I posted a picture from our trip to Ireland that was about a month ago, if I if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to go on my next vacation before I get caught up on the current vacation because I take a lot of pictures. So I, it's funny though, because I'll like post pictures and people will text me like, oh my God, are you in Ireland right now? And I'm like, nope, No are over the summer, no big deal. <laughs> hashtag, I should start using hashtag later like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to do that starting now. So yeah, well, they don't really know. They don't know. Like it's, and I talk about it like it's happening. Like today, I literally today I posted one for a picture from the Guinness storehouse. And I'm like, just showed up to get a storehouse, so excited to be here. And people are like, they don't know that I'm there, that I'm not there. I mean, it's fantastic for me because I'm finally getting around to posting pictures from three months ago. So you mentioned Augusta. That's probably about the answer to this question. But what's the dream project? I mean, you've shot Augusta National. So where, where else do you go? I mean, wink, wink, Tiburon Golf Club. But what's the dream project for you that you've not had the chance to do yet?
1: Uh. I wanna to go to Australia, New Zealand.
0: And you haven't done that?
1: Nope. No
0: kidding. Yeah,
1: that's 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 where I really want that's where I really want to go. <laughs> you know, there's a couple courses I'd love to shoot at some point, but uh, that's yeah, that's where that's where I'd like to go.
0: I mean I'm assuming you've shot St. Andrews. I mean that's silly to think that you haven't, right? Yeah, yeah, I haven't been there in a while, but yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah, I was actually surprised when I saw it how Uh, small an area the golf course is on right there it was just like you could throw a ball from almost throw a ball from one side to the other that strip you know after you make the turn of of, uh one you know when you go down it was just it was mind-blowing that that this is it
0: (laughs) did you play the course as well yeah so i played it last last uh last fall I'm standing on the first tee and not only like you don't ever realize that literally 150 yards to your right is water and a beach yeah. and 14 feet behind you is the RNA. Like, and I'm not kidding. It's right freaking there. Yeah. Like it's right behind you. And you're right though. Like, and it's so compact and we're playing, and we, we didn't have a caddy cause I played with a member and we're playing and, and I'm, I'm walking down the fairway and literally 40 yards to my rights, another foursome. And I'm like, what holds that? He's like, oh, that's not even this course. That's And he started talking about another. I'm like, yeah, yeah course. He's like, oh, yeah, there's like six courses right here. Oh, yeah. Just bananas how how compact it is. And then 18T, I mean, are you kidding me? You got to go 80 yards left just to make sure you don't go four yards right because if you do, you're hitting a car or a building because you're right on the road. Do
1: you know that um, a guy who at one point won the Open – not at St. Andrews. I don't think he won at St. Andrews. Hit it out of bounds on the first hole.
0: No way. That's such a bad shot. There's a lot of room on the first I hole. I don't even want to say who it was, but he hit it out of bounds. After we go off air, airtime, because I want to know now because that's the, like, he hit it out of bounds to the left. I think I went. I went pretty far left. Not super. I was. I mean, there's trouble right. I went. I mean, I I hit driver down the left side. It was like 7.30 in the morning, and it was 12 degrees. Like, it was yeah. so cold. It was windy and miserable. I couldn't feel feel my hands. I hadn't hit a ball all day because there's no range. And I had seven iron in the middle of the green, two putted par. I'm good. But I cannot imagine going that much. That's like – like that would impress Tiger how far left that is. Like, Yeah, don't tell me until we're off air. Yeah. You've taken a lot of photos, obviously. I mean, every shoot's got to have thousands of photos that you take. Is there a single photo out of all that you've done that's your favorite?
1: oh wow um i don't know if there's a single favorite there's probably a group of them yeah there's a handful of them i um actually there was one that i got this past may at banded dunes actually on banded dunes the golf banded dunes golf course um it was uh of the fifth holes a par four this great maybe the one of the best holes on the property of all the courses runs along the water with the cliffs and it was this foggy, misty, overcast morning, and I was out there, you know, hoping for some sun, which, I mean, I I go out, and if it's raining, just, you know, in hopes that maybe, you know, the sun will break through for a few minutes or something, and I'm hanging out on the fifth hole, and I'm thinking, well, it looks like the sun might break through a little bit, and it broke through for literally 30 seconds, and I... I happened to have, I mean, I was literally had the drone up in the air just hovering there because, but, you know, if I had to wait and take it, you know, take it off, you know, if I waited for the sun and then took it off, I would have missed it. And so I was able to get off a couple of shots of the fifth hole and the gorse was blooming, the gorse was blooming on the cliff and there was this mist kind of going over the side of the cliff and it was foggy in the back, cloudy in the background. It was a wild picture. That was probably one of my... Favorite of all time. The
0: remote remote favorite most recent. That's awesome. Now, yeah, a lot of these companies do like a top 100 list, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you've got like, I'm a big fan of electronic dance music, and DJ Mag does a top 100 DJs list. I'd love to see, like, I mean, you've got enough photos, do like a top 100 photos list. That'd be fun. Okay. That would be really fun. That'd be a good blog post. Like, it'd yeah. take a long time for you to go through and comb through all of your photos, but that could be a fun little project. Not that I just gave you homework. You can have people, can have people vote on it. I love it. That's what DJ Mag does. Yes. Okay. So you have a store on your website. Talk a little bit about that. What can people buy there?
1: Uh, They can buy prints of, you know, it's still in process. I'm still adding content to it, which as you know, takes a while, Uh, but it's up, you know, they can buy prints. They can also buy metal prints right now. You can buy regular photographic prints anywhere from, you know, 16 by 20 up to 30 by 40 uh, Metal prints, um, which are kind of really, I've really grown to love over the last few years. You know, all your, you know, favorite golf courses, Bandon, Pebble Beach, uh, Ireland, Scotland. Uh, and there's going to be more added. I'm going to keep adding as, as I go. Uh, there's probably, I don't know, 120 different,
0: 120
1: selections right now.
0: So you limit that? I mean, is it one out of 500 or 1,000 or well, unlimited?
1: Yeah, uh, my. I don't know that with this, people really are that concerned with that, you know, maybe some, but I haven't.
0: The only reason I asked that, so Graham Baxter, who is an artist who does what you do, but he paints okay. instead of takes okay. photos, and if you've not seen his work,
1: it's yes, I know.
0: like he is a just wicked good artist. He actually is, um, take, he's painting Justify the horse, um, I just saw a photo, uh, couple of days ago he was meeting Justify for the first time and I'm like that's pretty cool right and he so he and I have met through Twitter and then he's been to Tiburon a couple of times he knew that I was playing St. Andrews last year he came I don't even know a few months ago and we were talking about it he's he wants to paint a picture of Tiburon which I wish I had the budget to be able to to afford that and he gifted me a print from one of the paintings that he had painted at St. Andrews and it was like one out of 500 and it wasn't number one, but at the same time, that's cool that, you know, Man. he handwrites everything. He signs right. every piece and that's neat. Very cool. Now, I didn't tell you before we went live, this would fly by and I feel like we just started and we're already halfway done. Like okay. we, we did all the business stuff, right? Like okay. it's time to have some fun on the back nine, but I told you before we went live, most of these questions on the back nine are about photos and cameras. So I hope you're ready for that. But are you yeah. ready for your back nine? Here, I'm ready. Cool, how many cameras do you own? See, I told you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> uh, i gonna have a second to count here. I have one, if that helps at all. You can go
1: Sorry. to include drones, drone, yeah. I guess include a drone as a camera.
0: I do. Oh. Um... You're gonna say a number that's absurd. Well, I, have,
1: I have cameras that I haven't used in years. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about cameras that are in circulation.
0: No, cameras total. How many cameras do you own estimate? Because obviously you're not going to know. Probably uh, 15. That's not as high as I thought. I honestly thought you would say like... a few. Yeah, I thought you were going to say like 105. No, probably
1: 15. I've yeah. gotten
0: rid of some. Now, drones can count here, but what's the most you've ever spent on a camera? 25000 What? <laughs> My car was half that. Oh my God! I'm glad I'm sitting down because I would have fallen over. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, what in the world does a twenty-five thousand dollar camera do that a four hundred dollar camera can't?
1: Uh, it's a Hasselblad, and uh, mean? we don't it's know. The <laughs> medium—it's a medium format camera. Has you know, it's just superior lenses, superior glass. Um, yeah, it's one of the you know top of the line cameras i
0: hope it's top of the line it's 20 yeah, they've,
1: they've come down in price not that much anymore but unless it's 180 bucks it's out of my budget i'm sorry that's crazy oh sorry that in, no, i should say that's lens and camera oh that totally changes it <laughs> yeah, yeah no. not at all That's lenses lens lens and camera that's the whole package
0: now I hope the answer is not yes. But has your any of your equipment ever been stolen st- st- transit? I'm sorry, just it,
1: s- stolen. Has
0: any of your has, yeah? Has any of your equipment been stolen or damaged in transit?
1: Only, uh, never been stolen. Once the drone was damaged, um, there's these little plastic things where you hook on the props and. Three of the four got broken. Uh, I have no idea how. I think somebody took it out and dropped it, or did it intentionally. But uh, yeah, that's the only time. Other than that, everything's been yeah. Never had an issue. Well,
0: that's good. Now, like I said, I use my iPhone camera. Do you have an iPhone? I mean, are you using yes. your iPhone camera a lot, or you, I mean, the quality of, of the camera is incredible. You have some great pictures. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I yep. use. I got to admit, I'm cheating a little bit. I use the portrait mode a lot. Okay. That's all right. So what, what's a camera? I mean, a $25,000 camera is not a part of this. What's a, what's a $300, $500 camera doing better than what this is doing?
1: It's probably, you know, it's got a better sensor. It's got better. Uh, it's probably got a better sensor, and it's probably got better. You know, it's got better glass, meaning lenses. You know, you can have an average camera. But if you put good glass on it, meaning good lenses, it can make all the difference
0: versus had a really good camera and crappy glass. <laughs> so an iPhone, I get it. It's the best I got right now. The new iPhones are coming out. i I'm, I'm got my eyes on the Macs. I might uh, I might okay. try and see what that looks like. It okay. looks pretty good. So now you said that you played St. Andrews. Do you typically play the courses that you shoot? And if you tell me you played Augusta, I'm going to be sad. Uh,
1: yes, I have played Augusta. And I... <laughs> For sure. Uh um yes, generally I play the courses that I shoot. Not all the time, but generally.
0: Could you theoretically make that a part of your contract? Like in a yeah, sneaky maybe. little like if I'm shooting it, I need to play it for research.
1: Yeah, they usually let me. Yeah. They don't ever yeah, they, actually they ask if you want to play. Generally. Yeah,
0: that and the golf business is like that. And yeah. I look at Augusta, like I've got you know, you know, colleagues of mine that have played there once, twice, five times and to hear their stories about it like it's just a matter of time I think before hopefully I get the opportunity to play and it's just yep. you know what I've ever thought that at 34 years old I'd play the old course no and yeah. this year I played Royal Portrush and I'm thinking cool oh. I don't know much about it and and, I, and then I you know I knew that it was hosting the open next year and I'm like I'm going to go play there with a friend of mine and it was awesome and oh, literally the hardest golf course I've played by 10 shots plus like yep unbelievable how hard that golf course was yeah. So after nine holes I started drinking and then after 12 holes I stopped keeping score and uh, after 18 holes I had a great day <laughs> <laughs> so what is you I mean Augusta probably is the answer but what's the best golf course you've ever played
1: Royal are down
0: see okay now I'm mad because I could have chosen that one over Royal Portrush should I have picked that one
1: well I think Royal Portrush might be second <laughs> How I, hard is
0: that golf course though? You've played it. One is like the easiest hole. Fairway green, two by par, let's go. And then it just gets harder and harder and harder. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: that I I could be very happy playing Port Rush Royal County down for the rest of my life. Just those two. It's yeah, I it's I don't know if you can do I mean, you can't do much better than that. They're they're both fantastic. I guess I need to go back and play uh to play there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just talking about <laughs> going back. So many great golf courses, you know, every, you know, all over the world now. But this or over no, Augusta, though. Yes,
0: i saying something. Yeah, i saying something. I just like that type of golf.
1: I just like that type of golf better.
0: Yeah, I don't. So maybe I like Augusta better. Let's let's yeah. figure out how you and I can go back and play Augusta. You can you yeah. get the the local knowledge. You can show me around. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when are you gonna come shoot Tiburon? I mean, we may or may not need new photos in the next couple couple of months. Um, okay. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge.
1: Yeah. Okay. Just let me know. I'm coming.
0: I figured <laughs> it was going to be that easy. Hey. Twist my, twist my arm to come to Florida. <laughs> have you been down here before? I mean, have you been to Naples? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have you played Dipper I have not. Well, if nothing else, if, even if we can't get you down here to shoot photos, plan a trip, maybe in like January, February in Connecticut when it's freezing and snow on the ground and the winters, our winters, our winters are tough too. I mean, we have like 85 degree weather in January, February. It's sunny. The clouds don't come out. It's it's rough down here. I know. we <laughs> you know, wear sunscreen. It's terrible. Now we haven't talked much about PGA Tour golf, but you see him above me. He's actually all around me. I drive a red and black car because he wears red on Sundays and mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Do you think Tiger breaks Jack's record? Why or why not? Um, no. You thought about it for a while there, though, so. Yeah,
1: I, he may get a couple more. I don't think he's going to, break it means he has to win five more. Um, he's, I, I mean, it's possible. Listen, I mean, I would never count him out, say no. I mean, he looks, he looked really great this year towards the end of the year. Um, there's, you know, a couple tournaments he could have won. Uh, I just don't think he's the same guy he used to be. He's okay. just not the same guy. You know, I mean, he, his swing looks, is, looks great, T-degree. I mean, he's just – he's not the same guy inside, I don't think. Now, that could change, but
0: – So I had uh, – I don't even remember how long it's been, and I, I feel like I mentioned him a lot. Chip Essig from the PGA of America was on this show. He's a personal friend of mine being from the Midwest, and – He said, when I asked, I've asked everyone that question on this show, and I will continue until the day Tiger retires, maybe even after he retires. And he said that if he wins one more, he'll break the record. That's all it's going to take. he wins one more, he gets the motivation. He sees that he can do it, and he comes back. And I honestly think in the last eight months, the way that, I mean, 12 months ago, the guy couldn't walk. And now he's swinging faster than anybody on tour, hitting the ball 330, 340 yards off the tee at 42 years old. And he looks like he's a 28-year-old man, right? Good. He stays healthy for the next 7, 8, 10 years. He can win at Augusta until he's 50, 52. He can win anywhere in Scotland that old. He can win at Pebble. I mean, my God, he's won at Pebble how many times? The first time he won at Pebble, he won by 12 strokes. Like it wasn't even – All
1: he have to do – what is he, 41 now? Be 42. Maybe
0: forty-two. I should know that. It's his biggest fan.
1: So he'd have to win
0: one a year. If he wins one a year, he'd do it when he's forty-seven. But what was Jack? What did he look like when he was forty-seven? What did Jack look like when he was thirty-five? Let alone what Tiger one looks one. like he today. His last one when he was forty-six. Think about that. And that was then. Now, granted, everybody says, "Oh, the competition is tougher," and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's tougher because of Tiger. But Tiger has. How many times the season has he almost won? I feel like it's every major this year. It's been, oh, Tigers in contention on Sunday. Tigers in contention on Sunday. Even into the FedEx Cup, Tigers in contention on Sunday. And he's this close. He's putting all those pieces together. He's got the Scotty Cameron back in the bag. And next year could be a big, big year for him. I would love to see him do it. That would be... I hope I'm I'm wrong. (laughs) I hope you're wrong, too, because I think he's going to do it. (laughs) And your final question of your hashtag Wednesday Match Play, first off, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, this has you. been awesome talking really? about photography and all the stuff that you're doing. I'll make sure that I put links in the description down below of all of your stuff, and maybe we can sell some prints while we're, while we're at it. But your final question of your hashtag Wednesday Match Play is what's next? I mean, you're probably packing your bag going on a trip to visit somewhere and take some pictures.
1: Uh, well, let's see. Do uh, I like what's next for the rest of the year
0: kind of thing? Sure. The rest of the year, the, I mean, yeah.
1: So, uh, end of this month, going out to Arkansas to the Elotion Club. Then I'm going to Alabama to shoot. It's called the Stavia Country Club. They just did a renovation. Then I'm going back to Chicago, possibly to do a shoot there. I don't know. It's not not definite. Uh, that takes me till the end of uh, middle of October. Then I'm going out west, I'm going back to Bandon Dunes. And then down to Pebble. Uh, and I may have a couple of other shoots out there. And then in November, I uh, got a shoot in the Dominican Republic.
0: So you're busy. Your passport yeah, busy. stays in your back and, pocket. And then like in November, <laughs> December, December, possibly in Florida. Awesome. That's a good time to visit. Yes. You, I mean, when it's snowing everywhere else, it ain't snowing here. Last, nope. last winter, it was in the 60s, and I was miserable. I bet. <laughs> think about that. I know. I bet. Awesome, man. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. This has been awesome telling your story. Scott said that you were one of the best, if not the best, golf course photographer in the world. And based on what I'm seeing, I think you're definitely on the short list. I'm going to pressure you a little bit to uh, do that top 100 list. That'd be a lot of fun. Okay. And if I can well, help it anyway, that'd, that'd be really neat to do. That and, would be fun. And as always on the hashtag Wednesday Match Plays, you have to remember to eat, sleep, golf.